Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. All right, gearheads, welcome to the show. Just watched the Formula One Japanese Grand Prix. Valtteri Botas wins the race. This is John Massengill sitting in studio with Jonathan Green, Les Kaiser. What do you think, boys? Deserved Pretty- deserve win by Botas. Yeah. Uh, all weekend. He was faster than Hamilton. Um, what a start. Uh, Ferrari. I told you they could shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But where would have Leclerc come in had that uh, first lap incident not come through? Hmm. Well, yeah, and, what if? But but, but 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 I'm sorry. But let's matter. let's go straight to the heart of it then. Uh, what? I, why? Why? Again, Formula One shooting themselves in the foot. Why? It's so obvious. I mean, there. Are, I mean, he drove into Verstappen. Yeah. He damaged his car. He then argued with his team again. But so that's okay. He was probably a bit hot-headed. They put it under investigation. Then they say no action, and then they say, I'll tell you what, we'll tell you next week. Yeah, that part. Let's see if that happens in one of the NFL games tomorrow. Yeah, yeah um, you're right. Sorry, we're not going to tell you who won the game. You know, I just, that part of Formula One, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I You just need to say, you need to make a call. Make a decision, right Especially or wrong. Especially that wasn't that hard. No. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't that complex. Admittedly, I, I'm not saying it was clearly one way or the other. If I had to say, he understood. He was behind his teammate, who wasn't yeah. particularly fast off the line. He was quicker than his teammate. Right. He was behind uh, um, Vettel. He pulled to the left because he could see he could possibly get past because that's what you're trying to do. But he didn't look, and Verstappen was there, and he hit him. So why uh, what's is the this confusion? Right. Why well, is this? And, and consider that there's all this technology. There's GPS. There's telemetry from the cars there's there's all this stuff that they could put together this case the slow-mo replays yeah we got yeah. 14 cameras you know all watching this i mean it should be able if, to be if, answered if you don't pretty agree quick. with me call yes yeah. I'm, I'm willing what's you the know, number i need to, to call yeah you need to call 512-643-5483 no i mean i'm i'm willing to take a back seat to anybody who wants to argue differently than that but i really don't see it any other way well, I don't. I'm not even arguing which way it should have gone. I just want a call during right. the race. I, I agree. That's I actually don't the more want important it thing after the race. I mean, that is honestly, that's and a, none of what really makes Tom Christensen this time involved. But yeah, I don't know. I, I I just think it's absurd that we don't. That we're sitting here going, we don't really know what happened. Let's ask Gene. <laughs> Do yeah. it live. Do exactly. it live. Yeah. Stop this. That's crazy. And also. Um, I don't know whether you were listening to well, what Jolian Palmer was saying and and Jack Nichols about um, team, the team thing. I, I am getting to the point where I know Formula One has been a team sport for a long time, two, and that's part of two it. Two car teams, two yeah. car team sport, but it just it is contrived. 
to watch these guys basically arguing about where who who gets the advantage at right. I mean it's basically my turn. exactly I mean I said at the yeah. start that it would be a hard strategy call what I didn't realize or hadn't given thought to and nor had anybody else was how green the track was and how the tires would not run as they expected that was the whole key to this race well and that and it and that caught was... everybody off guard mm-hmm. but yeah. then we have this huge argument about who should be who should be stopping and why did you put me on the mediums and oh I'm going to throw me toys out <laughs> Okay, so Wait. what's Waldo to do now? Yeah. Well, what's he going to do? He's got two great drivers. Leclerc's coming up. When when things are in Leclerc's court, he is winning. And Waldo? He's... You mean Benotto? Yes, uh, that's right. Yeah, he just has those glasses. What's he do? He, I'll tell you well, what he does. he does. He does what bloody Bill Belichick does every Sunday. He manages. Hmm. Okay, but, but what do you do in that situation? During the race, you're there watching. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, you don't have an argument with your driver for 20 minutes in yeah. front of 500 million right. people. So Leclerc, I, I have a problem with what Leclerc did today. First of all, I mean, okay, so Ferrari should be managing them better. They should say, yeah. it should be very clear that if we're telling you something on the radio, we're well thought out and Leclerc should not be saying, why? Why do I need to stop? Well, because your front left what part of your wing is about to fly off. And hit somebody in the head, uh, and or, well, or hit Hamilton's wing exactly. rather than his head. That's what I'm saying. Thankfully. Is that that could have been? What if that had gone a different way? Yep. And he's sitting there arguing, "I need to go stay out. I need to stay out." So yeah, that that's you know, uh, I've been a big fan of Leclerc all season. Oh, but... me too. Me too. I agree. Uh, you've got to have they trust have, in your team. Should they have black flagged him? Uh, quite honestly, black flag with yeah, the disc. That would have been a. That would have been an odd. Come in, fix we'll your car, yeah. you, we'll let you back in. It wasn't an absolute black flag. I mean, the black flag with the disc would have been to be good. Fair, to be fair to Leclerc, he did quite rightly point out that he was still able to go fast, and he told the team the car feels better than it looks. He said that on the radio. Yeah, but, but it comes back to what you're saying, <coughs> that Leclerc should have clear orders. They're, they're, they're not clear. He should, if they're telling him to stop, he should have the confidence in his leadership to say, okay, I trust these guys. I'm going to stop. But he doesn't. Clearly, he doesn't. It, it's a very hard sport in that respect because it's like, it's like hey, we've all sat in the passenger seat of a, of a, of a, of a car. And, you know, hey, I'm driving. You yeah. want to drive? How many, how many times have you said that? You want to drive? Because, you know, it's all very well taken direction. You're driving the car, um, and it's up to you to make the win happen or not happen, and I get that, but there's got to be a better man management, and Toto Wolf does a much better job, but, I think. Yeah, that, that's Sure, a- but how do you keep a 21-year-old who has just taken four poles in check? That's an ego, that's immaturity. And how do you take a four-time ch- world champion who is basically getting his ass handed to him uh, week in, week out, and wants to save reputation at the greatest track that he's had over over the years. He's probably the most popular driver in Japan, Vettel, uh, and yet he's got the pole position. And how do you tell him he can't, you know, do what he's doing? I know that's I true. Mean, it's a, a tough. Words, it's, it's a, a tough, tough one. It's a tough. Oh, call don't get there. me wrong. I, I, you know, I'm not saying it's an easy job, and you have got two quarterbacks. Effectively, they are. Uh, in that respect, mm-hmm. you've got yep. the most valuable players in the seat, in the car, and without them, you cannot win the race. It's as simple as that. So you've I mean, got to give them their intellectual head. You've got to live, give them their psychological head. 
Um, but you've got to manage it too. Yeah, well, why couldn't they just say, hey, you've got a piece of the car about to fall off. You've got to pit right now. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> Come on, Governor. <laughs> See, I can keep now going. I think... <laughs> it's only a wing. <laughs> yeah. But I think you're right. I think River Bene would have stated it out. Arriva Dirch, he's gone. Yeah, exactly. Now I think somebody might be rethinking His wings that. fell off a long time ago. But Riva Bene would have called that out. I think he would have stated it differently. And long before today's race, he would have had that respect, which yeah. I believe he had it by his drivers. All right, well, let's hear what a caller has to say. By the way, if you want to call 512-643-5483, we want your opinion on this, America. And we've got a regular on the phone. We got Andy P. Hey, Andy, what'd you think uh-huh. of the race, man? I'll tell you, I'm a little bit fired up at Mr. LeClaire. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. I could not believe. I mean, I have a lot of tremendous respect for that guy's talent. He's probably going to be the next, the next one along with Verstappen. But what he did today kind of showed a bit of a, I hate to say it, but a bit of a red ass. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, do you think um, – well, go ahead. Go ahead. What, explain what you're saying. Okay. So, he – first of all, he he pits – he punches Verstappen right in, in the side of his car. Yep. Um, and, and, okay, you want to you – the stewards can let that go. That's fine. The part that bothered me were the three laps after that where he's spewing debris all over the track. And he's Hamilton's head. With his, <laughs> at Hamilton's head. Now, here's where my McLaren fandom comes in. Part of that debris goes into Lando Norris's brake duct and yes. ruins his race. Mm-hmm. That's actually that, good point. That's what caused the fire, was it? Yeah, exactly. Because the the pit guy has to go in and then remove it. It was a long tire stop. He comes out in P twenty. I mean, he had a great recovery drive to even get all the way to P twelve, but it was irrelevant at that point because of Leclerc's action. Why didn't they black flag him? That's a great question. I wish I knew that. That's what I was I was calling for it on Twitter. I'm like, at least a black flag with an orange disc to, to, to tell him, look, there's something obviously wrong with your car that you have to go fix. And that's why you, you have that flag. I'm, I'm shocked they didn't pull that. Yeah, that was blatantly no obvious, an obvious call for that because of the debris coming off. Uh, yeah, you're right, Andy. That, they sh- that should have happened. And Andy, what do you? What's your take? How many American sports would live with? Hey, we'll tell you Tuesday what decision <laughs> we're we're making on on that. Oh, the the stewards doing the literally a dosy do around. <laughs> well, we don't think it's an investigation. Oh, now oh, we, do, we do, and now we're going to look at it after the race. That makes no sense. You're going like to wake go up on tomorrow. Twitter and get and get an estimate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to watch a replay of the race. And maybe if you're a savvy fan might find out the final order. And I'll tell you what's stupid about it. It doesn't matter because Leclerc was six, but what if it was for the win? I mean, it just uh, yeah, makes the that, sport. A, a ridiculous. I mean, we, did, we had that early in the year. Remember we had, I mean, we went what six, seven hours yeah. or at least four or five hours. Anyway, it was a long time. Before. Well, and there was the argument in, in uh, Montreal over yeah. uh, that crowd. So it, anyway, I agree that the call needs to be made instantly or nearly instantly. And if it's wrong, so be it. Within a couple yeah, of laps. NFL gets it wrong. I mean, yeah. so basketball, it, yeah. It, well, it, and Andy, what I, what I was saying about this is we've got 14 cameras, 178 sensors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, for 
for everything from where his big toe was pointed on. And why can't we use a little bit of that telemetry and data and imagery? Yeah, you managed to and knock knock rewire... out a decision in five laps or what? Yeah, Done. and they managed to remove all of the TV equipment while a typhoon hit, and then put all of it back again, <laughs> and managed to plug it all in so it all worked. Uh, and yet, uh. hey guys, you to use the to use the soccer term, you've got your VAR literally on site. All right. you have to do is use it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, boom, boom. Hey, you know what, guys? We the other thing is to uh, comes from today is that we've had another exciting race again. Yeah, yeah you know, it's not it wasn't a perfect race by far. But it was another exciting race in Formula One. We got to be excited about that. I hey, mean, I, w- I was happy, and you know, okay, no, I don't wish a typhoon on anybody in the world. But the difference between what we saw in FP one and two, compared to the race itself and qualifying, as far as the tire deg, changed everything. Yeah, that was that changed everything. Andy P, what about limiting, uh, restricting the tires more so going into twenty twenty? How do you feel about something like that? Well, it was it was interesting with this race simply because you had the random factor of the teams not having their normal protocol. Right. You can probably restrict it, but the thing of it is, is they're just going to create a new protocol. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, I mean, unless you go at it with maybe like one practice and then boom, you're qualifying. And that's something you might want to consider doing, you know, maybe restrict the weekend to a Saturday, Sunday type thing. Yeah, you know, I don't know that any of the fans had a problem with it being condensed into into, into two days as opposed to three. So that's definitely something I consider moving forward. I'll, t- I'll tell you another thing I want to mention now. You're on the line um, because I know that you're a huge McLaren fan. What a uh, what a uh, a season for McLaren. Carlos Sainz, and for me, driver of the year, uh, Lando Norris, but also the McLaren team. What a change of fortunes, and that car. Looks like a bullet these days. I mean, I was watching some of the qualifying footage from um, Lando Norris, and man, that thing's planted. It, it, they really did look great all weekend, and this was a, always a bogey track for them. Yeah. So the fact is that now they're trying to they're, they're starting to solve the problems that have been fundamental to them for the last you know few years. They may be the one team, and I'm I'm you know sitting here, and I'm hoping that it's the case that may bridge the gap the gap to the big three, and we may have a big four in the next couple of years. I'm hoping it's going to happen. I I think you're right actually, and I do think that uh, getting the Mercedes engine won't do them any harm either. Absolutely. Yeah, and if anybody could do this, guys, I mean it's McLaren. You would think so. Yep. Well, Andy, thank you so much for calling in, staying up with us, and and calling in. Uh, we really appreciate it as usual. All right. You guys have a good one, and uh, happy morning. Yeah, happy morning. Uh, We'll look forward to Mexico. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Andy. Talk to you soon. Yep. All right, guys. Let's go We're not imagining us. (laughs) I sort of think I'm just going off half car. I know. No, I think everybody. A little sanity check outside the studio is good. I (laughs) I like that. All right. Well, let's go and take a quick break. You're listening to Speed City in Austin, Texas. Back after these messages. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. 
Cat. You can take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin, online at DucatiAustin.com. At Circle Brewing, the belief is less is more when it comes to brewing a better beer. You won't find any chemicals or additives, only water, malt, hops, and yeast, and absolutely nothing else. Just simple ingredients and outstanding taste. It's German purity with Texas ingenuity. Find the brews on tap all over town in your favorite store or drop by the tap room at 2340 West Breaker Lane. Open Thursday and Friday nights and weekends. Log on to circlebrewing.com. Circle Brewing Company, born, bred, and brewed in Texas. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Talk. 1370. Hi, this is Gene Haas, and this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Hey, guys. Uh, Good old Gunter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I got a serious I heard that one. A serious note, we were, we've been talking about the storm, the typhoon. Sure. Uh, I just saw a story that says uh, 19 dead as Japan wow. launches a major rescue. So this was a pretty serious yeah. storm. I mean, and honestly, that's early, too. So you don't know what that, that number could be later on. But, I mean, I know it's it's our sport in the middle of this. But, yeah, there's a lot of people affected by that. So we, We've uh, got our own weather this end of the world, too. I know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's go back to the race. Uh, Jonathan, you had a point about Mr. Verstappen. Yeah, because, (laughs) you know, let's not forget, Leclerc and Verstappen are fighting for third overall in the championship. And now, currently, the gap is 223 to Leclerc and 212 to Verstappen. And Vettel now on 212 as well. Um, And you've got to feel Verstappen, you know, has been robbed today. And, you know, I... (laughs) These are important points, and um, you know, I just, I, I've got no question yeah. in my mind that Leclerc took him out. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'd love to have seen Leclerc go on to glory uh, in a lot of ways, but it's, you know, you mean maliciously or no, 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 do you mean I, out of an no, 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 not maliciously, no, but you know, when you, when you, I mean, Andy P said it, you know, he took, he took Verstappen out of the race. He then marauded on and threw debris everywhere, taking out Ham- uh, Hamilton's wing, which could have been worse, because you don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah great. We've got the halo he made, now. He but... made Hamilton's car faster, though. Yeah. Took out the mirror. That's it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> A well. new engineering approach. Yeah, but he likes to look at himself, so. Um, <laughs> I wish he'd look at himself and check out that hairstyle. <laughs> I know. It's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Um, <laughs> a bit of a worry. <laughs> it's a bit of a worry. Um, it's the 2 a.m. But then as, as he points out that um, McLaren, you know, that was their day done when Nor- Norris was looking good. Yeah. 
Uh, you know what? Let's go back to the start of the race. We all saw it, and everybody was going, oh, look at that start by Valtteri Botas. And I was like, wait a minute. that's that, There's more to that. He, there he was a, much more to that story. He had a sphincter moment, didn't he? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Colin Edwards. <laughs> Vettel had the sphincter shuffler moment. He so. did, didn't he? I mean, because it was weird. It it was it was such a quick false start. I was wasn't technically because he didn't. He stopped. He started, then stopped, and then started all he's, before without well, breaking the beam. He okay, stayed within who, the box. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say to explain the rules. Uh, if you if you move at the start of a race, it is within the rules. But as long as you stop and then restart without going forward past your box, then you are able to get away with it. Yeah, and that's exactly what he did. So if, yeah, so that that box delineates where you need to start your race yeah, from. There is movement in that. Within they've that got box. exactly. They've got movement within that. So if he were to move forward, as long as he was still when the lights turned green, it doesn't matter. And that was where the confusion was. They replayed that video shot, and you could see that his tires were still in the box. Yep. Lights went out, and there we go. Yeah. And uh, my lights almost went out there when I'm like, you want to talk about that, boys? <laughs> yeah. The uh, but you know what? After that, I think Vettel had a g- pretty good race, and I think he only made one little mistake. And you know, at the very end, when Hamilton was catching him and had was obviously on way faster tires, mm. I think he was, I think, uh, yeah, Vettel was saved by the traffic ahead of him because he got DRS, but he had that one little lockup. But other than that, yeah, yeah. It, you know, he had a Pretty good race. To be honest, that. his qualifying lap was sublime, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, um, huge. He made that. Uh, he, he uh, Jenny Gao is very good. She described how nervous Vettel looked. Um, you know, he was kind of playing with his lucky coin and redoing his shoes, shoelaces. It's always a sign, you know. Um, and I think he was. Ner- I think he did mess up the start because he was nervous. Um, and that's why Botas got, obviously that's why Botas got by, but yeah, the last 10, 15 laps was superb, uh, to hold off Hamilton. That's no mean feat. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The one thing I was glad to see is that in, he didn't pull a big blunder as we've seen him so many times yeah. this season, uh, that he didn't just totally sabotage the situation. And let's, let's sort of take, take that last 15 laps in context and say, Hey, Ferrari finally do have a package that, in a straight line, is and, and that track kind of showed it, is that there wasn't a lot of places to overtake. Uh, Hamilton could could only catch up on under braking, um, and then the Ferrari would take off again. And so um, it it really is a, a real cat and mouse now between these two teams. And I think it won't be long, as Andy P said, before both McLaren and uh, Honda, Red Bull are right there. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think it was excellent. I mean, you know, we heard the Jaws music playing in the run <laughs> with Hamilton knocking out a second per lap until he got right up in, you know, on the tail of Seb. That, uh, like I said, I mean, I, I'll just say it again. I was really pleased to see Seb stay collected, mm-hmm. stay mm-hmm. in the game, not do something screwy yeah, that the, these, took him out of contention. And, and, and these he, are career-changing uh, uh, weeks for Vettel because he's – Got another year on his contract, but already everybody's saying, is he going to stay at Ferrari, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Is he, he going to check been... out? Well, yeah, because, I mean, he's been beaten by Leclerc in the last four rounds. That's the first time he's beaten him to pole uh, this season. Yeah. And you talked about a minute ago, you were saying how, you know, Ferrari's catching Mercedes. Let's be clear, that's not for this season because Mercedes has secured the Constructors' oh, yeah, Championship, yeah. the sixth consecutive which is matching Ferrari's record from 99 to 2004. 
But it also became a mathematical certainty that one either Botas or Hamilton will be crowned the drivers' championship, ensuring the team's sixth straight double championship a new record. Yeah, you know what? I, what made me what I was thinking at the end, and I wrote it down as a little note, which is just think who will be kind of probably watching that race and uh. smiling to himself is Mr. Schumacher because. Michael obviously was the man who ran that Ferrari uh, run to history. But look back in history, when Mercedes were starting out and they could do nothing right, you know, Michael was the, was the instigator of the beginnings of this Mercedes, um, you know, team. So Yeah, that's right. That's came right. back out of retirement to, to help Mercedes, who he started with in sports cars, with Ross Braun. Um, and so just, you know, just a thought, just a mention for Michael. Um, I, I do think, you know, you've got to remember where these things come from and, and, and all of this last six years, you know, that, that time that, that he put in with the team and many others, many other drivers too. But, um, you know, obviously Michael was uh, a big factor. Yeah. Uh, it's been some, there's some other good stories in the race. Daniel Ricciardo yeah. was, uh, you know, qualifying way down in what, 16th. Yep. And, uh, and ended up, what, uh, ninth? What yeah. was interesting is that he asked Cyril, uh, his team manager, uh, to get past Hulkenberg, and he said, G- give Seven. me a chance, and I'll, and I'll get past him. And he, he, got past, yeah. he got past Hulkenberg. I think he was ninth or tenth at the time, and he didn't, then overtook three guys, you know, within laps. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I love the fact that, uh, that Hamilton... Uh, what I know what I was thinking is, is what about all the Hamilton radio and all of that going on right in the middle of the race? I wish we had some of those clips from team radio because that was really fascinating well, all that. Well, like I said at the beginning, I think one of the things that caught everybody out was the, the tire dag. Um, because yeah. of the, and, and, and Jenny Gow pointed it out, which was the, the track was cleaner and it also had been washed clean by the amount of rain that had hit the track over yeah, the 24 hours. No, running, the, on no Saturday, running on Saturday. No running on Saturday. A typhoon. So right. the tire, de- the, the idea was, as we saw at the beginning, for it all to be a one stop. Um, and then suddenly we realized that you can't. And actually, the medium tires were, you know, degrading, de- degrading so quickly. Uh, that everybody had to change strategy, and and it really led to a confusion by Hamilton, who thought he kind of got a raw deal, um, but it was just the that was the strategy, um, and it, yeah, it it was interesting because there was a lot of that going on with people not understanding why they were losing. I mean, at one point, I think uh, Vettel was losing a second a lap on one on one set of tires. Well, and Toto explained it and very briefly to Ham that. We don't like what we're seeing in the hard tires yeah. on the other cars. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's yeah. why it is. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, that's another sense of trust. Hamilton should have taken it from them. As I said, they've got, you know, hundreds of people back <laughs> in the factory chasing data and all of that kind of thing. I find it interesting that these drivers are having such involved conversations with the perch. Yeah. yeah. It, it seems more so. Recently. Lately, doesn't it? Yeah, I agree. Which there's hey. more data than ever before, more more <laughs> Amazon processing power than ever before. Yeah. All of that, and we're and these guys are now questioning it even more. So I, I kind of wonder if they're not trying to show that they're thinking themselves. They're, you know, what have you? I do like the idea that they are at least acting more engaged in it. Hey, speaking of Amazon, you're talking about 
their sponsorship and the data they provide with uh, with Formula One. But the, I love the new graphics that they've used today that show the tire deg. Lots of nice but, info, yeah. But what you, I didn't you, like you about don't. it, <laughs> I, I love it, but they needed to be accurate because they were they came on the screen and they said Hamilton's tires, all four had 70%. They only used 30%, right? And then immediately Hamilton comes on the radio and says, my tires are going off, and they pitted him. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Well, hang on a minute. Do we Are, are they working or are they not working? Well, so, and that's anyway, why, that, and that you know, we talked about that as we watched it. And I'm curious if they hadn't overheated those tires. You know, they talk about the temperature cycles, you know, cause the lifespan to decrease. Well, it may not necessarily cause the circumference of that tire, which which I think is how they are measuring yeah, that seventy percent. Yeah, I don't necessarily think the graphics inaccurate but i don't think it tells you the story you need to know well you you would think that they're going to take into all account all the factors like you were saying during the race last you were saying you know they they're going to not only measure temperature but they're going to look at the rotation of the tire in other words to tell if it's been locked up um all the different factors you think they'd have all that data and they could get it more accurate than being completely wrong but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. Call us up. Tell me tell me what you think. Five one two six. Where's our tire engineers? Five one two six four three five four eight three. They're coming in three weeks. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I I am on schedule with Pirelli. So All right, guys, we got to talk. We got to take a break. Let's go ahead and get that behind us, and we'll be back with more Japanese Grand Prix post race after this message. At Circle Brewing, the belief is less is more when it comes to brewing a better beer. You won't find any chemicals or additives, only water, malt, hops, and yeast, and absolutely nothing else. Just simple ingredients and outstanding taste. It's German purity with Texas ingenuity. Find the brews on tap all over town in your favorite store or drop by the tap room at 2340 West Breaker Lane. Open Thursday and Friday nights and weekends. Log on to circlebrewing.com. Circle Brewing Company. Born, bred, and brewed in Texas. You've heard it all before. Save your hard-earned money for a rainy day. But what if you had an extra $1,000 laying around to buy that irresistible infomercial product you came across at 2 a.m.? Well, I am running a little low on flex glue. It's the Big Cash Bribe on Talk 1370. I also need a shake weight, Snuggie. Don't forget some pet eggs. Listen every hour weekdays between 9 and 5 for your chance to win $1,000 with Talk 1370. This is a national contest. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 13.7, the right choice. This is Mario Andretti, and this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio. 
Speed City. Man, that just brings a smile to my face when I hear Mario Andretti bringing us back. Ah, I love it. It doesn't get any One better than that. He won in Japan. He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, that was a uh, key race for him. All right, boys. Uh, we're still talking about the Japanese Grand Prix, but I just got to talk about Austin. We are. Hey, I got to say hello to Brad in Northern Iowa. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Hamilton oh, cool. and Kimmy are right. good radio listens. Max. Good if every other word is a bleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely entertaining, Well, Welcome Brad. to Kimmy's thanks world. Thanks for joining us. We love yeah. him. He's good value. Yeah, thanks for listening up there. And three weeks from today is the United States Grand Prix right here in our little town of Austin, Texas. What day is that? November 3rd. I work that day. <laughs> <laughs> that is such, you, you play that joke every year. Dad humor. That is definitely dad humor. Hey, I just want to talk about um, that week here in Austin because we are going to have uh, an event here in Austin. We're going to have an eSports event. Basically, young drivers from the United States F4 Series are going to join us at a cool new... Possibly F3 as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, But at this cool new place in downtown Austin, it's an eSports lounge. It's lined with all these super high-end PCs and consoles and everything. And so, yeah, just... Uh, follow our social Even if you're not website. into gaming, it is a cool scene to see this going on. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a gamer, I readily admit, but it, it is very cool layout. By the we way, gotta... did, did you spot a, a story today, uh, in the um, uh, racing news this week uh, that uh, NASCAR was showing their eSport event on TV, on NBC? Huh. Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, look... Guys, there's... what I'm getting at is that, you know, times are changing. Oh, you know, we look at, so if we all look at YouTube video counts and all that stuff. When you look at our little insulated world of, of Formula One and IndyCar and all the others, you look at it and you go, oh, that's got, you know, 300,000 views. Well, my son's a gamer and I look at like, he'll say, yeah, there's this, there's a new game that came out today. Here's this brand new video reviewing it. And it's got like 1.5 million views, yeah. and it's been out for an hour or something. Mm-hmm. That's probably an exaggeration. Sure. But the the gaming community is massive, and Formula One has put a huge effort behind it. They've they've put out some of the largest purses for guys to win. I mean, in an off week, when they're not racing, their social media is full yep. of esports. But I just thought it was interesting. It's the NASCAR Peak Andy Freeze iRacing Series finale live on NBCSN. So we're now getting a crossover between a major, major, uh, you know, the Olympics broadcaster, yeah. NBCSN, and a huge, you know, um, they don't have a lot of spare time. It's not like they're a, uh, you know, they're not they're not, not a small TV station. This is <laughs> this is the big time, and they're showing an iRace. Well, and one of the things that I've noticed is uh, I'm I'm not the only old guy that is looking in to see this. I've had other people mention about these younger drivers that they're seeing and it's in esports. Are they really taking this seriously? My gosh, look at the money behind them. Look at what they're doing. As you said, the networks. Look who's covering this now. Well, this is why I'm interested in what we're putting on because the crossover is really interesting because these gamers are avid gamers, obviously. But the drivers themselves use Look, these simulators as part of their training. And in fact, especially in Formula 4, when they have some gaps of like four weeks off, they have they don't have time. I mean, imagine if you say, okay, guys, we'll, we'll go and hire a track. We'll go and hire the yeah. Circuit of the Americas uh, for a couple of days. And, you know, we'll do some practice because we've got a race in three weeks. Uh-uh. You're going to get on a simulator and you're going to go round and round and round. And that's what the Formula 1 guys do. 
And, you know, this is big a big part of this industry now. And well, you know, guys, that's with the uh, the day off we had this weekend with uh, that's what the storm coming say. in. That's the way a lot of the guys that's spent what they their did. time. Yep. Almost all of them, that's what they were doing. They well, were either doing FIFA or yeah. they were doing yeah. some sort of gaming. Now, now Roman. Oh, <laughs> yes, Roman. He, Roman. Was, he was making Talk about a old six-wheeled Tyrell. Tyrell. Tyrell Elf Tyrell. Yeah, that's what that he was, was pretty cool. Little the, model. The, yep. Good old 124. And Hamilton was bowling. <laughs> Hamilton, what did he say he was going to do? He was going to go back well, to Tokyo. Well, he was going to go to Tokyo. To go and they were like, hello. This is a space exhibition. You can't, you can't go there. No. <laughs> the same hurricane that's hitting here is hitting yeah, there. Yeah. Talking of which, Typhoon, um, as well as that same week, uh, Formula One week, um, taking a group uh, mainly from Toro Rosso, but as Formula One as well, um, to NASA. Looking forward to that. Um, exciting times at NASA. Uh, and hopefully we're going to get the old Gasly down and the old Kvyat. Ah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. That's... Hey, one other thing that we've got going on. Always try to keep you up with the cool things to do. You've heard us and our buddy Will Buxton talking about his book that's ah, yeah. been released. Uh, Winding Road Racing in North Austin is hosting a book signing event. Will will be there. Will be. We will also be there. As well, so uh, that's, that's you're not into the, gaming. What day before the Grand Prix? That is Wednesday, the thirtieth. Oh, cool! So uh, you know, get here in time for that. Uh, either evening, you've got something cool to go to on Wednesday, whether you're downtown or you're up north. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Will uh, is always entertaining to see. Hey, if you're still awake, call us up. Tell us what you, if you're coming to Austin and you're still awake. Come on, because you haven't got many people to talk to. You, so you may as well talk to us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, 512-643-5483. Give us a call. Uh, we just got a, another segment in the show left. But, yeah, we want to hear from you, especially if you're coming to Austin. Uh, what else happened in the race today that we want to talk about? Uh, I mean, look, Carlos Sainz, Alexander great Albon. Great result for yeah. Alexander Albon and Carlos Sainz. Uh, Albon especially. He'd never been here before. Uh, he qualified with exactly the same time as Verstappen, which I found yeah. pretty impressive. Um, but talk about, I mean, Honda at home, Red Bull, their first home Grand Prix with Red Bull, and Albon flew the flag. I mean, obviously, they couldn't do anything about Verstappen going out, and Verstappen would have definitely been a factor. But, I mean, what could have been? I mean, Albon, really, really good showing, I thought. Heck, yeah. I mean, I think that's his best. Yeah, I'm it assuming. Is. Yeah, fourth it is. place. I'm still convinced uh, we've yet to see the best that he's got. You know, uh, Cal posted up a message on Facebook. Uh, getting back to the the broken wing of Leclerc, he said, didn't Rosberg catch a DQ or a penalty for running with a wing dragging a couple of years ago? You know, he I, did, I yeah. vaguely remember something to that. I can't remember which race it was. That's a good call. Uh, I think uh, in this situation, a DQ with a disc. It, it's the lack of consistency is, is it what does my head in. You know, one week it's fine, next week it's not. Um, one, one, you know. The, the, the judgment calls are just not consistency. And I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. No, but I, it, that's I, exactly what I think the result of this today, that piece going off and hitting Hamilton's mirror. I think that yeah. was a, a, a near miss Wake by all call. means. But I think it's an exclamation point. We, we need to step up our enforcement around this. But I think that, that's the point is that, that that incident alone. So So there was three other cars involved in that incident. And what I mean by that is. You've got Verstappen going out, you've got Hamilton getting hit, and you've got um, Norris basically brakes going up in flames because he's got debris in them. So Yeah, I'm going to say... Uh, debris or on... debris? That too. 
Are you frustrated by that? <laughs> I'm he's very. Frust- he's very frustrated. I'll bloody come over there and I'll sort you out. <laughs> I, I'm not. It may be bloody three in the morning, but I will come and sort you out, son. Uh, all, gonna... all of your six, th- three of you. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Exactly. You go. Called out. <laughs> uh, good point. I think, you know, the mix of safety and uh, the impact on the race itself, the strategy. Both, hey, Max. Both items were approached. Max Verstappen said after the race in the TV pen. He Is he said, called up? He's, no, he's on the line. He's, Max. He, no, but he said, uh, he said, I don't know what's going on with the rules today. Basically the same thing. It's like, let's get some consistency. Where are we? What's going to happen? Uh, I, You know, I think there was that that – Lull we had at um, the French Grand Prix at Paul Ricard that the stewards at FOM were saying, we got to do something to make this more exciting. And ever since then, every race has been fantastic, but or at least really good. I'm going to say uh, I, I still think one of the things, tires with shorter lifespans. Add to the strategy, add some pits, add another pit stop to the race. That, that and sprinklers. Hey, I just saw a, 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 an official message from the FIA on Vettel, the jump start. It says, well, the video shows the movement, some movement. That movement was within the acceptable tolerance in the F1, F1 jump start system, which formally defines a jump start per article, blah, 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 of the F1 sporting regulations. So officially, that's the... They agree with us. <laughs> yeah, officially they agree. <laughs> they left our name out. But... Yeah. Uh, what else from today's race? Uh, Lance Stroll. Um, oh, you know what? We have we have a little clip here of uh, Valtteri Botas team radio after the win. Let's hear it because it's pretty exciting. You don't hear Botas this way. Let's hear that. A yellow flag after the finish line. Yes, Valtteri, you're the man. Well done. <laughs> yes. It's the feeling, guys. Kitos. So. Go HPP3 set position 14. That's cool. Valtteri Botas pretty excited. You know, Valtteri, I mean, he's, he's nice when we come across him in the paddock. Oh, he's a lovely man. One of the things that I thought was really cool is uh, Montreal this year before the race that on race day, I'm walking in and I'm actually walking down in front of the Royal Box on, the, on my way back to the media center. And I look up and I recognize Valtteri running down the street jogging out for his morning jog. And you went, hey, ham. I actually did not. <laughs> yeah. He said, hey, Gunther, I mean, ham. <laughs> Lindsay, don't light him coming in. by, American skier. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Hi, Lindsay. Oh, sorry, Botas. Yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, You'll never go really... to a race again. <laughs> to explain to anybody who didn't know, Les was on the grid at Monaco. Monaco, he had a great time. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, actually, talking to Lindsey Vaughn. But we called, he saw, he saw Gunther and he Has said, she hey. written yet? <laughs> She's nothing? Oh, we're getting back together here in three weeks. <laughs> Good. You and your wife and her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The knots on the right will be for my wife, the knots on the left from Lindsey. There you go. But uh, anyway, Botas stopped from his jogging, took a quick selfie with a couple of the fans that were walking along not far from me. And it was really neat to see him stop instead of just keep his head down yeah, and, yeah. and blast through. And I thought that was just uh, really genuine. And he's a humble guy. Not really something that a lot of them would do in the midst of their exercise routine in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Uh, and I, I and I also am glad that he has 
matured as a an aggress a more aggressive driver because he needed to be. I thought at the first, when he first joined. I mean, obviously, you know, again, it's a it's a tough it's the toughest job in motorsport. If you don't want to be Verstappen's teammate, oh, let's be Lewis's. I mean, really, it, it, those are the two yeah. toughest jobs. Uh, and so you you can be you can be psychologically beaten by Hamilton before any race starts. And I think uh, when he first came to Mercedes, it, it was Hamilton's team and it is Hamilton's team. Um, but he's found his way now. And I mean, you saw from the reaction today, um, you know, he he can fight his corner now. Um, he's not as good as Hamilton yet, but he's getting there in yeah. the same equipment. What they say, Botas 2.0? There you go. Right. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's take our last break. And we'll continue the Formula One discussion after this. Listen to Speed City Live from Austin, Texas. As a rider, you know what you like. Power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers, the best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. At Circle Brewing, the belief is less is more when it comes to brewing a better beer. You won't find any chemicals or additives, only water, malt, hops, and yeast, and absolutely nothing else. Just simple ingredients and outstanding taste. It's German purity with Texas ingenuity. Find the brews on tap all over town in your favorite store or drop by the tap room at 2340 West Breaker Lane. Open Thursday and Friday nights and weekends. Log on to circlebrewing.com. Circle Brewing Company. Born, bred, and brewed in Texas. Austin's Talk, 1370. Hi, I'm Wayne Rainey, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Hi, right, boys. I was That's just... my boss. Oh, Wayne Rainey? Yeah. 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 I was just uh, looking. Let's see how the Haas team. Let's see. Scrolling, scrolling. Ah, there they are. Grosjean, 15th. Yeah. Magnussen, yeah. 17th. If they had four more laps, they could have made it all the way to the bottom. It's I can make good. that joke. Hey, I can hey, because hey. I've been banging the Haas drum. Y'all know I'm a huge fan and I want them to do well. But man, not a. It's not been a good year. Not been a good year. <laughs> but but um, at least the, the producer liked it. But. Uh, I will say this, uh, and I did put out for a discussion, um, and I, I'm still, I, I'd still be interested over the next few weeks and, and leading up to Austin. Um, I'm pleased with the decision, my personal opinion, um, that Gene Haas and Gunter Steiner have kept both Roman and Magnussen. I think consistency is the key for this team now. Um, messing about with it and bringing somebody in isn't going to solve the problem that they've had. It's not the driver's fault. They've had a a design fault with getting grip and mechanical grip out of those tires today showed it up more than ever because of the track and the degradation. I think they suffered. Um, I, I haven't heard yet, but I, I think that's probably what was going on with them because it's they did go backwards. It's been going all year. Sure. So. 
You know? Well, I think uh, I think Grosjean earned his stripes when he was telling him go back to the Australian car and let's start over with that, which we knew worked and ran well. Yeah, I think when they did it and he showed an immediate response and an improvement, I think they realized he was in tune from an engineering aspect with the car and driver that you, know, you threw too many changes at this. Let, let's back yeah. up to a known spot and let's start progressing a little more controlled, it's a little the, less. It's the biggest mistake you can make in motor racing is to go too far, you know, too far one direction or another um, because you've got to get back to that point. And if you start tinkering with everything, suddenly, oh, what, what made that better then? You don't know what <laughs> yeah. or worse. Yeah, yeah. You've lo- you lost the data and don't know where to where to go from there. But again, uh, consistency. I mean, we talk about consistency with the rules and the cars. Got to do it methodically and and uh, predictably. Man, the Williams cars just. I mean, we think Haas is having a bad year. Ooh. Yeah, it's that. That was ugly. Yeah, it's not ugly, good. ugly, ugly. Uh, well, look. Why don't we? We I think we've covered everything there is to cover on the Japanese Grand Prix, or at least what we can think of it. Two forty-five in the morning. Domo arigato. Uh, what about we got? What do we got? Mexico next. Two and weeks then here in Austin. So yep. Mexico in two weeks. That's right. We got the week off. And yeah, don't forget we continue to do our our radio show uh, on off weeks here mm-hmm. in Austin. So go to our website, speedcitybroadcast.com, and uh, find out how to listen there. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Austin itself. Uh, we've got uh, Formula One, and obviously we've got Formula Four. We mentioned it earlier. Uh, I've been following it all season. Some really exciting young talent coming through from the FIA Formula Four and Formula Three American Championships. Really, you know, really excited actually. Uh, in Formula Four, we've got a young Australian champion in Josh Carr, uh, and Dakota Dickerson has won the F3 Championship following in the footsteps of Kyle Kirkwood, who's just going from strength to strength. It looks as though Kirkwood's now going on to Indy Lights. Um, so we've got some talent coming up for, for, through America's ranks. Now, they may go to Indy, they may go to Formula One, but the FIA uh, points that they're scoring go towards a super license, which is exciting news. Yeah. I mean, that's that's been a fun one for... I know you're involved, you're doing the commentary for those sure. guys, and and but it's been fun to... To watch because there are some there's some it's really great talent. yeah there's some really good talent there and you know, we always talk about where's the next next one yeah next American driver and don't forget Pat Ward our own San Antonio fellow who disappeared from from our radar a little bit is currently beating beating the tracks around um, Japan himself <laughs> as a Red Bull you know as a Red Bull Junior. Um, in the Super Formula Championship. So, uh, you know, you talk about where's the next Red Bull guy coming from in the junior program, the next Toro Rosso driver, if Gasly or uh, Kvyat uh, don't keep their, you know, head down, as it were, could well be Pat Ward from Mexico. Fantastic. Yep. Hey, Patrizio you know the, Award. Yeah, yeah, you know, the uh, it's always great to see those guys, but honestly, I kind of like going to the other end of the spectrum and seeing the old guys and the old cars yeah. out on grid i am excited to say that the historic grand prix will be back i think bob constanduras and i may be calling that together fantastic population of vintage f1 cars always cool it is uh mm-hmm. these guys really do get out and run them hard was uh, it's it, not it's called like the masters historic or something yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's uh it's just a fantastic series to uh see some history there the good thing about that is you can actually go on 
back to the secondary paddock back by the bridge yep. and uh, go visit those paddocks and get a close-up view of these cars. Well, we got, uh, a, we got an, eye, an eyelid full of them uh, last weekend at the Circuit of the Americas with Trans Am and uh, SVRA. An eyelid full. I like that. You like that? I'm going to use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SVRA last weekend at Coda. That was awesome. fun, man. That was amazing. I loved it. Uh, what? Oh, you know what? I, I may have said this last week, but um, I was talking to one of the guys at one of the ticket brokers and he said tickets for coda are selling really well and those guys are always negative about because you know they're all yeah. them, they're always about football football you know longhorn 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 but they yeah. were selling that they were saying that selling the tickets were selling very well and i was just looking at coda's website right now and two big bands too as well pink and uh, imagine dragons so but but there's some tickets that are sold out like the three-day flex pass the haas team experience are sold out so uh, it looks like it could be big. Uh, it can will just be keep big. The, you know, uh, the hurricanes out of here. Brad Gorman just made another good point on Facebook, uh, and it's something we haven't really mentioned. Racing Point um, are looking really good. Yeah. Um, you know, they're looking like the. He just said they're looking like the, the Force India of old, and and, and yeah. he's right because I thought I was worried that when uh, Lawrence Stroll bought the team. Um, uh, so, uh, you know that the, the, they might actually not have the impetus. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit, I mean remember that the, they went through quite a quite a changeover, um, and you know that's how Ocon. You know, remember remember that Ocon Perez year where they were fighting each other. Yeah, you know, crashing into each other, crashing into each other. Right. It got a little bit out of hand, but they were competitive. Mm-hmm. Both of them really good drivers, and Perez was being pushed by Ocon, and I think Ocon will will do the same again next year uh, when he comes back. But um, what's amazed me is that Stroll um, and Perez have both been really competitive. We never doubted Perez, but I, I t- you know, like I said to you earlier today, I, I'm, I'm eating a bit of humble pie on 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 Lance Stroll. He he is driving really well. Yeah, yeah. We you you, I'll give him you and credit. your partner Les have been banging on Lance Stroll, yeah, but waiting on Daddy to <laughs> do something about that. But yeah, no, he's he's performing. Lando Norris just tweeted after the race. He says, "Blah." I think it's what he, I think that's what he tweeted. That's all he. That's all he. How, how do you spell that? B l e r r g h. Blah. I don't know. But anyway, that I guess that's his feeling about the race today. That's a quote. Hey, uh, speaking of tweets, I didn't know he spoke Japanese. <laughs> Maybe that was his translation. Yeah, I agree. Cal just tweet, just uh, put it on Facebook. Hopefully, the same can happen with Williams soon. It's hard seeing where they've ended up. You know, Williams, I, I agree. Williams need money. They, they need money. Always have in Formula One. They need uh, money. To, well, well, but I, I mean, I mean, real no, I money. Yeah. I mean, it's just <sighs> okay. So let's go down that path a little further. What? I haven't got any. Can we do? <laughs> You've only, yeah. You only got three minutes to go down that path. Okay, go what on. can be done? What are your thoughts, Les? What can be done to improve these teams at the back of the grid with such a small budget to help them out short of giving them more money? What would you change about the weekend? Sprinklers. <laughs> uh, I, I, I quite like the idea of a qualifying race. Really? I, I kind of go the opposite way of saying reduced by one free practice. Ah, sprinklers. <laughs> I want water cannons. <laughs> T-shirt cannons. <laughs> These three um, shows are some of my favorites. Thank you, Cal Quinn. <laughs> Thank you, Brad Gorman, for keeping us awake and staying with us. Yeah, thanks uh, for everybody. And Andy P. 
Uh, we love you. Kevin uh, Kelly, please tune you? in and stay with us. Uh, we'll be back at Mexico at a far more reasonable time. Yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> well, for this side of the world. Hey! <laughs> Careful, that'll be fajitas tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, but we, I want to thank everybody. We had, uh, let's see, there's Daryl, I can't say his last name, Andy P., Daryl, Kevin Kelly, everybody on Twitter. Um, My mom. Oh, here's a, here's a good tweet. Where is it? Paul Bryan said, uh, what did he tweet? He says, uh, hey, by the way, who the heck puts Japan on the calendar every year during monsoon season? Well, that is maybe, a good point. But he says, maybe it's whoever has the ra- the raincoat franchise at Suzuka. Could be. <laughs> but but it go. is a valid point, you know, and... Uh, I, I want the Umbrella Hong Kong franchise, too. <laughs> yeah. Too soon? <laughs> too, too soon. Too soon. Uh, we're almost out of time. Let me do the obligatory stuff. If you like what we do, tell somebody. Go on. Uh, go on. Uh, Postface. Pod, Postface. FaceTube or whatever. In- Insta thing. Insta. <laughs> well, even better. Go. We have all our shows. TikTok. Everything live goes to a uh, podcast, which goes on to iTunes and Stitcher and and uh, Google and every possible platform. Stitcher, do you swipe right? I don't know. I don't remember. But go on there. Give us a, a re- good review. Give your us dating some apps stars again. or whatever you do for each platform. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we do have in between every Formula One race, we still do our regular Sunday night show. So check that out. Go to speedcitybroadcast.com. And guess what? We're getting a new facelift to our website. Coming up before. Swipe to the left? Do, no. do, do we get one too? No, we don't get a facelift. Oh, the website is getting a facelift. We're getting a new website. All right, the producer's looking at me going, Y'all are worthless now. You might as well stop. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. just going to run Turn a long the, promo. He's turned out the lights. <laughs> all the titles. All right, thanks everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Happy trails. Ciao, y'all. swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 